Hello, and welcome to the Secrets of Happily Ever After podcast. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm absolutely obsessed with distilling down the secrets that allow married couples to write and live out their happily ever after love stories. If you want your story to have a happy ending, then you're absolutely in the right place. In today's episode, we're talking about how sacrifice will not bring happiness in your marriage. I'll explain more in a minute, but first I want to let you know about a live training coming up tomorrow. That's all about how to ditch decades of resentment and get busy writing your happily ever after love story. Now I'm going to be training live for about 60 minutes on Thursday, December 8th, at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you can't join us live, that's totally okay. I will send out the replay so that you can watch it at your convenience. However, it's better live and we'll have Q&A at the end so you can get all of your questions answered. So if you're looking for my three-step proven process for how to eliminate resentment from your relationship, make sure you join us by registering at www.secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash resentment web class. Now today we're talking about sacrifice and the common misconception that by sacrificing in your marriage that you will actually be happier, which I would like to argue is false. So let's start by looking up the definition of sacrifice. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, sacrifice is to give up something that is valuable to you in order to help another person. Now, let's get a few things straight before we get started. Number one, I'm not talking about any type of religious sacrifice. And number two, I'm not talking about getting uncomfortable. Because life and growth are meant to be uncomfortable. In fact, you will experience negative emotions about 50% of the time. Part of the reason we came to earth was to grow, to be tested, to be uncomfortable, and to learn new things. And that is part of life and living. The sacrifice I'm talking about is, is more about martyr mentality. It means when we put the needs of others before our own needs, and then we grow to resent that. So, so many of the couples that I work with have had years and years and years of both compromise and sacrifice. And each time they compromise or sacrifice something that feels important to them, they weaken themselves and the relationship just a little bit. Now, year after year and time after time, if somebody continues to sacrifice, meaning give up the thing that is important to them for the betterment of the whole, then over time they will grow to resent the relationship and the other person 
who they have been sacrificing for. So this happens a lot when a wife maybe will give up her education or her dream of starting a business, writing a book, or doing something she feels is important so that her husband can be successful in some area or she can raise her children or something like that. Again, I'm not talking about momentary giving up things for the sake of having children or caring for those children. This is required for a happy, thriving family life and for the survival of infants and young children. They actually need their adult caregivers to give up things in order for them to eat or sleep or be cared for, right? But the sacrifice I'm talking about is over time when we don't take care of our own needs. And we do it in the name of being a good mother or being a good wife. The same can be true for a husband who's given up his career or his ambitions or even a hobby or something that's important to him for the sake of the family. Now, a little bit of this is okay, or for a time, it is okay. But if you are continuously making sacrifices, meaning you're not getting to go after the thing that you feel so excited about, eventually you're going to look back and resent whoever took that opportunity away from you. It also becomes so detrimental to your children when parents have sacrificed over a long period of time to make their children the most important thing in their family. This deteriorates the relationship in so many ways. First and foremost, when parents put the comfort of their children above their own relationship and above their own comfort, they hinder their children's ability to grow up confident, healthy, and strong, and that they will be able to go out and make the most of their own lives because of the guilt that they feel that their parents put their lives on hold in order to raise them. So when children see their parents living up to their purpose, to their full potential, doing the things that they love, creating something good in the world, following their promptings, living out their purpose, it gives their children the permission to do the same. But when one or both parents have sacrificed repeatedly for the sake of their children, their children will be stunted as their parents pull for their own caregiving because they haven't taken care of their own needs and they haven't modeled the willingness to go after the things that are important to them. The biggest way in which sacrificing deteriorates the family system is when resentment is present. And resentment is super, super sneaky. We can say to ourselves, I'm giving this up for a greater purpose. And that works for a period of time. So again, if the sacrifices are small and equal and for a finite period of time, then it's good for each family member to learn to give up their own momentary comfort for the good of the family system. But if the sacrifices are sustained over time and they're not equal and they're not mutually beneficial, then resentment builds and builds and builds. 
And oftentimes, resentment will sit there quietly until challenges or changes come into the relationship. This happens for so many of the couples that I work with when kids start to grow up and leave the home or one or both partners is getting near retirement, which threatens to change the whole system of the family or parents are aging and lots of decisions need to be made about their care, or there's health scares where one or both partners aren't able to perform all the functions that they've been performing in the family up to that point, and then others have to come in and care for them. So these are the types of challenges that start to hit around that midlife, that 20, 25, 30 years of marriage. Now, if both partners have made room for each other in the marriage and they've collaborated like we talked about last week and they've prioritized and built a relationship where everybody feels encouraged and excited to be the best version of themselves, to state their opinions, they feel seen, heard, and supported in ways that help them grow, then the family can handle those challenges and changes. But if the relationship hasn't been prioritized and one or both partners have been sacrificing the things that they really want to do or ways in which they want to grow or things they would like to experience, maybe like travel or activities or education. If they've been giving those things up for a long time and then these challenges start to hit and they see that maybe they might not ever have the opportunity to pursue these endeavors, that's when resentment rears its ugly head. And then all the distractions like children and careers start to lessen and the couple is left with the idea that they might not even like each other. Statistics show that couples will wait six to seven years in an unhappy, unsatisfactory marriage before they'll ever look for any type of outside help. Then by the time they go looking for some outside third party to help them see clear their relationship or develop skills in order to ditch that resentment, to connect and communicate better, they're faced with the decision of whether or not to start completely over with somebody else that doesn't have that shared history of resentment and sacrifice and compromise, or they can put in the necessary work. But by this time, there are so many things. I like to compare it to a garden sometimes where the couple has tried to plant flowers, but there's so many weeds that when they plant these little flower seeds, the weeds are so prominent that they choke out anything good that could grow there. And so by the time they've waited and waited and sacrificed and compromised, and they're finally seeking help with their relationship, they have to completely weed that garden, rototill the earth, which takes a lot of work before they have a fertile ground in which they can plant flowers. Now, the truth is it can be done if you've invested years and years of your life into creating a life with another person 
even if there's resentment, even if there's been sacrifice and compromise, and you feel like there wasn't room for you in the relationship, we can weed the garden. We can rototill the soil. We can plant beautiful flowers, but you have to be willing to stop sacrificing, recognize what it is in your life that you would like to pursue. Again, whether that's a hobby or education or a career, your purpose, if you're willing to get clear on the things that you really want out of life, stop sacrificing and ask for what it is that you really want and make room for your partner to do the same, you can ditch decades of resentment and get busy writing that happily ever after where both of you get to grow and learn and contribute and give and take from the relationship in order to become the very best versions of yourself. Versions of yourself that don't sacrifice, but freely give to the relationship by choice not because you don't have any other options or you don't see any other way. This is a truly beautiful relationship. And when you pair that with your ability to write your own story, to flesh out the details and make your unique love story beautiful, not only to you, but to your children and grandchildren and all of the generations that come after, that they will look to you as an example of how to really love and care for another person, not to sacrifice for them, but to freely give all that you have to create a beautiful life together. That is priceless. So if you're feeling resentful, if you feel like you've given and given and given to your relationship and are getting very little in return, please reach out before it's too late. Don't wait six or seven years in a miserable relationship before you start to get the support that you need to turn things around. I have a three-step proven process for ditching resentments and reigniting that passion and fun, communication, connection, and commitment required to write that happily ever after ending to your love story. So if you're listening to this and you know you've been sacrificing too much and you feel the resentment, please reach out and book your free 30-minute relationship breakthrough call with me. You're just going to go to www.secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash apply. Find a spot on my calendar and let's talk about how you can stop sacrificing so much for this relationship. Ditch all the resentment that comes with that and get busy writing the story you want to be remembered for. That's my specialty, and I would be happy to help you do that. If you're benefiting from this content, be sure to rate and review the podcast so that others can find it, and join us again next week, same time, same place. And until then, happy marriage. 